0: Happy Whisker Wednesday.
1: Happy episode 420. Happy other things. I don't really didn't plan this intro. Let's go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat Produced by Barry Laminat Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak! What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you, guys, for being here. Today is Whisker Wednesday, February 16, 2022, and this is episode number... Puff <laughs> Puff Pass 420 Of Barry on deck uh, Thank you guys for joining the program Surprise bitches we didn't start At 2.08 <laughs> I was actually sitting here at two oh oh, Ready to go and, like I can't pull the trigger like there's a mental block in my head now where I literally can't go live at 200 it feels wrong it feels awkward i got to break that habit so we we did it at 201 ish 20 yeah 201 it's I've, we've been on air for 2 minutes and 15 seconds it's 203 so hey Wonders never cease. Don't get used to it, bitches. Okay. Uh, Welcome to the program. Good times, fun times ahead. We have a busy day chock full of interesting topics uh, across the board. We're going to run the gamut of talk and entertainment. In case you didn't notice the little square back here, my little thingy, my bopper deal. That's not a dog humping another dog, by the way. There's the Barry on Deck logo. Got a little cat waving hello and a dog just kind of standing there like a like a character in Mortal Kombat ready to fight. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good day. Episode number 420, I've got a cannabis expert joining me on the program later today. Riley Shields of Yunasi Farms is going to be joining me. Just moved back to Texas. They have started a hemp farm here, and uh, he's a, he's an expert. He's an expert on all things uh, cannabis, and I want—that's what I wanted. And uh, of course, I waited at the last minute to do this. So, thankfully, though, we've got connects, and uh, all's well uh, on the uh, western front. So, we've got—we've got a uh, a cannabis expert joining the show. Of course, it's Whisker Wednesday, so I've got two amazing animals, courtesy of special pals that are going to join me. What's going on here? I feel like this isn't right. Something, something's up with the cam. What the hell? Okay, there we go. That's a little better, right? Because you can normally see the cats when they walk by a little bit. Cat cam, not a, uh, not a, not a porn channel. Uh, of course, I got sports headlines. We'll talk a little MLB lockout, some NBA. Uh, I've got also a really sad story about a dog that's been waiting 200 days to get adopted over in England. We're going to discuss that because it's Whisker Wednesday, and and and. Uh, what website was it? Bro Bible. Broke down mattress max uh, inability to win big bets, and it's pretty sad. So we're gonna discuss that as well. A lot of fun ahead, a lot of good times, fun times ahead. But you guys know how we do. We always start this show with. No, stop it! It didn't golf. God damn it! It didn't fire off right. See, I tried to fix all my little stream deck icon things. Okay, let me put that down. To do list fix greatest deckhead intro button because it fired off the goddamn thing. That's not even what we wanted. All right, bitches, let's go. The greatest deckhead in the history of the world. Yeah, buddy. Oh, golly. I don't know why I'm not cursing like I'm trying to keep it all beaver cleaver over here. Hey! Y'all know who it is! Y'all know who it is! All week long, who's it been? A, J, B, Aaron J. Bryant once again! First in the chat. And he don't super chat, bitches, he Venmo. First Venmo, got it in the books. I noticed nobody even tried to combo block Smart play, folks. Smart play. AJB, first in the chat. First Venmo, first like. Jeff Bell, I don't even know if you're still with us anymore, but put that man down for a triple crap. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. Who exactly is the fuck is that guy? Anyways, I don't know. I like that I don't curse, but everything on the show curses now. I literally have a guy going, who the fuck is that guy? But I'm like, don't say the F word. Okay. Look, there's no consistency here. Nor The time when I start... The things we can say and not say—none of it matters. All right, this is all. This is all an illusion. We're all just living in the matrix. Allison AJ, uh, AJB has been on it lately. Yes, he has. Let's get to the chat. Let's get to. Uh, let's get to all the chat. It is. Ooh, it is. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. We bet ATS. Let's <laughs> go. My guys, Jerry Bo, Aaron Raybold in here raiding and hosting with 26 people following and watching and hanging out with us. Listen, if you're new to the program and you don't know what's going on, my name is Barry Lamanak. I'm a former host on ESPN Houston, uh, ESPN radio here in Houston, Texas, nationally touring stand up comedian, host of the Barry on deck show, which you can find right here. And uh on the uh on the youtubes but we're moving to twitch full time by the uh end of the month So I want to welcome everybody that's here That's new to the program thank you for the follow always one team uh much appreciated to you We were going to get to the chat but when you get rated you just got to shout out all the raiders So welcome to everybody thanks for being here thanks for popping in it is episode episode number 420 of the program is today, and if you missed the intro because you were hanging out with uh, Jerry G- Jerry Bo and Aaron Raybould, I got a, I got a basically, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't want me to call him this, but I got a weed expert on the show. Which was the best nudity bar? What? For what? What nudity bar? Okay, first of all, don't call it a nudity bar. Why did that pop up up there? This is a goddamn unmitigated disaster right now, folks. Um... What do you mean nudity bar, sir? And or ma'am, if that is your real name? Okay. Uh, but I have I oh an H Town. Oh, that's easy. Go cup. Right? Oh, is that what y'all were talking about? The best nudity bar? Uh yeah. Oh no, look, I'm fine. Always one team says bring the debauchery to Barry show. Listen, you think y'all are gonna out out dirty me? I don't think so, pals. I don't think so. We can get, I'll show my butthole on screen. I'm not afraid, okay? I'll do it right now. It might be my belly button, but it's just as dirty. Anyways, all right. Uh, I'm going to go Gold Cup, although Colorado was pretty dope back in the day. Nonetheless, all right. Uh, Busy show, okay? I've got a weed expert, Riley Shields, going to join me from Yanasi Farms, growing hemp in the great state of Texas. I don't even know how that works, if he's allowed to. Holy shit, is the Gold Cup deceased? That shows you how long it's been since I've gone to a nudity bar, as you guys would say it. Weirdos. <laughs> the Gold Cup is gone? <laughs> Ow! Ow! They always take the ones you love! And that's so soon, too! Okay. I mean, I literally haven't been to a nudity bar in probably 20 years. No, probably about 15 years. But it's whatever. What's up, Aaron Rabel? Gold Cup is dead and gone. Nothing but an empty lot now. Really? Wow. Houston has really fallen off if we can't keep a Gold Cup around. Let's be real. Houston, at one point, it's Atlanta now. And I feel like, when did the... Uh, don't tell me when the Gold Cup collapsed, but it probably was around February or March. Uh, Yeah. No, I'm going to go. It was probably November, December when Harden was traded. Is that when they just folded up shop and said, well, we're not making no more money. Harden's out of the city. Time to fold up shop and go. No, it's pretty bad, though, because Houston used to be known as the strip club capital of America. Hands down. Restaurant capital of America. Strip club capital of America. Pothole capital of America. Capital capital of America. Well, that was DC, but we would probably claim that too. Uh But yeah, I, we were the we were the shit and now it's Atlanta hands down. Atlanta hands down has the best strip clubs in America. I'll tell you this though, pro tip Ray, Ray, uh, don't don't snitch on me with Nora. She actually knows this. When I was on the road, uh, I used to frequent strip clubs with my buddies because we were traveling IT guys. And what do nerds do? Go look at titties that you can't touch. And uh, I will say, two cities that have really good strip clubs that'll sneak up on you: Corpus Christi, Texas, and Tyler, Texas. You're welcome. Pro tip: There you go. St. James is pretty good. <sighs> I feel like you might get hepatitis just parking in the parking lot in St. James. I don't know if that's good or not. I don't think that's a good idea. What's up, memesters? How are you? Mimi? Good to see you, sweetie. We didn't get to the shack cause we got raided and that don't hurt my feelings at all. So uh, we're just going to roll. Let's get to the, uh, let's get to these. Let's God. I hope this button works. Oh, i will be so mad if this button don't work. Let's get to your sports headlines. There we go All right, your sports headlines for the day Shaping up like this Uh, There's a report that the Los Angeles County District Attorney Is not going to press charges Against Adrian Peterson As you recall he was arrested on a flight From I think LA to Houston And uh He was booked on a domestic violence case At which point they said You know uh what really happened Was he pulled the ring off of his wife's finger And it scratched her and she said as much In the uh And the media afterwards, and then I guess her report to the police that, look, there was no violence, there was no assault, it was, he was trying to take his ring back, and when he pulled it off my finger, it scratched me, and there was, I assure you, this is just an argument between two people, it just happened to be in public and on a plane, and we talked about this yesterday, that look, you guys know where I stand on these issues. I am cautious I will always believe women but I think we have to be subjective. I think we have to to evaluate these on a case-by-case basis and when you hear something like um, what amounts to was what they used domestic uh, violence and domestic assault or uh, assault you you have to okay what happened here and just taking a ring off of her finger, that's not exactly domestic violence, although it's not okay and not appropriate. So I'm I'm, at the end of the day, district attorney said there's nothing here. The wife said there's nothing here. He said that there was nothing here, but you know, things are going to get overblown and that's just how it goes. Aggie Mike, uh, or sorry, Aggie milkman said they had a hell of a buffet. Listen, uh, a couple things I won't do. One, I'm never going to change my style. I'm never going to bounce. I'm never going to eat at a strip club buffet. So I'm kind of like mystical, but that third one is a bit different. What's her name? Asking for a friend? I don't know. I I don't know. What's whose name? Oh, my cousin works at St. James. Oh, you dirty bitches! George <laughs> <laughs> Pookie said my cousin works at St. James, and she's a big old whore. And of course, oh nasty ass Jerry Bones. Like, wait. What's her name? I mean, you know, just for research purposes only. You dirty bitch. All right, more sports headlines for you. America uh, has gone, went 0 for 5 in a shootout and fell to Slovakia in men's Olympic hockey quarterfinals. Slovakia coming from behind. I think tying the game up with like a minute or two left in regulation goes to shootout. U.S. unable to score. Kind of like most of you raggedy bitches at strip clubs. <laughs> okay. What? Pull up your pants, take off the bra and be a man. Uh, also, Mike Krzyzewski, or as Jim Rohn would call it, Mike Krzyzewski did not return for the second half of the Duke game in case you missed it. He wasn't feeling well sitting at the end of the bench. Got a little dizzy. Knees weak. Arms are sweaty. Okay. And they went on to win and uh, the guy that's replacing him, which is Hold on. I got his name. Shreyer? Sure, sure, Shreyer. What's the dude's name that's taken over for Coach K? Share. Share. John Share. I don't know why I have to give the shh so much emphasis. John Share. Poor Jerry's name getting slandered. No, Jerry. Oh, is that you, Aaron, doing it for him? Is that Aaron controlling the always, uh, always I team? Is that. Is that who? I thought it was okay. I'm so confused at everybody in the chat. Like, here's what I need you to do: fuck all these nicknames. I need you to get a "Hello, my name is" badge, put it as your icon, your little avatar, and then we're all good. See, Todd. I know Todd because Todd's name is in his name, Todd the Show. And then he's got a stupid picture of I don't know some moron. I hope that's not Todd. Ah, uh, all right, Terrence. Be be good, buddy travel safe i need to change my twitter name yeah you do because there's like is it the always it team always i team always sit 'em. i don't know what the hell's going on here that's my neighbor mark <laughs> well done todd well done a uh, couple more sports headlines for you in case you actually gave up big shit yannis uh He logged the fourth fewest shot attempts in scoring 50 points in NBA history. It took 17. No, it took 21 shots to get 50 points. The record, if you care, and I know you do because you're all big uh, efficiency basketball fans. The record was 17 by Adrian Dantley in 1980. Willie Burton. Scored fifty and nineteen field goal attempts in nineteen ninety four. Dame did it last year. It took him twenty attempts. Giannis, the fourth most efficient uh, fifty point outing with twenty two or uh, uh, with twenty one. Excuse me, this year in twenty twenty two. So, good times ahead there. Nobody, Marty. Thank you for having your name in your actual name. Okay, thank you. I'll give Potch a gaming uh, a pass because his name is Matt Poche and he goes by Potch and it's a whole stupid thing. Total Dallas, nothing. Nothing. You don't get a pass. Jen has her name. D-Mata. That's at least his last name. Yeah. Truck driver Pookie, none of his names. His name's like Howard, like some nerdy ass. He's like, I'm, I'm a truck driver. Y'all call me Pookie. It's like, what's your real name? Howard Finkelstein. Okay. See, it's not even close. All right, back to the sports. We got a... Okay, busy day today, by the way. It's 2.20. It's a Whisker Wednesday. I've got two amazingly adorable animals for you to adopt. One of them has a gotcha eye. If you don't know what that is, that's where one eye goes that way. And this eye's like, gotcha. But he's cute as shit. And then, if we didn't already have a cat... By the way, I am the world's best cat dad, so... But if we didn't already have a cat, Irma Gerd, I would adopt this cat. Uh, he's amazing. He's a, he, he's a cutie. A Mexican named Howard. Listen, that's fine. What's wrong with a Mexican named Howard, d Why are you being so judgy? I didn't even finish, the. Here's the rest of your headlines. Y'all are distracting the shit out of me. Sidney Crosby scored his 500th career goal. Yeah, we're talking hockey. What? We've talked F1 in the last 2 weeks. We're talking hockey. What's next? Soccer? No. No. Uh, but Sidney Crosby scored his 500th career goal, joins Mario Lemieux as the only Pittsburgh Penguins to reach that feat. And then don't look now, but the Boston Celtics are kind of on a roll. What the fuck? Who the fuck is Diaz Rafael? I don't know you do. Don't don't call me. You know, I'm on the air. Uh, Boston Celtics blew out these Philadelphia 76ers. Did y'all see? Did y'all see? Zoom out. Did y'all see Joel Embiid tried to do Harden's step back three? Like 58 steps later, they're like, no, fam, you can't. It's not a step, step, step back. It's a step back. You, you took several steps back. That was a several steps back. You can't do that. He got hit for a travel and was like, what do-? And there was video going around the interwebs of him working on it with Harden. And then everyone looked like they were arguing with Harden that that's a travel. And he was like, but it's not. And then Joel Embiid was trying it, and everybody was like, that's how you do it. And they are like, no. Well, turns out Harden was right, and they're not. So uh, there you go. Uh, What was I going to get to? Let's do this. We got several Houstonians hanging out. This is probably a good idea. I'm not Nick Cannon. I don't know what that means. It's just a random. I'm not. Hacky sack and cornhole results. Is there even professional hacky sack? Is there a... Hold on. Now you're going to make me Google? God damn it, G-Man. Professional hacky sack league. I mean, I'm sure there is. There's a the, there's the goddamn kickball league. I'm sure there's a professional hacky sack league. Footbag.org. I really thought this was going to be a porn website for like a fetish. Uh, it looks like a Geo's City's website though. It's like super old. Even though the copyright says 2022... They are still rolling. Here you go. Check this out. They still rolling that GeoCities. uh, Look how old school this website is. That is an old school GeoCities website right there. But that is the Footbag Worldwide Information Service, or better known as FWIS. See, it's always got to be the Euros that come up with a different goddamn name for everything. Zoom out. And you can't just be like, you know what? We're all going to call it hacky sack. We're all going to call it soccer. Let's just... No, they're like, it's footbag and football. Shut up, Euros. By the way, shout out to all the Europeans hanging out in the chat. I don't think they're here right now. I think they're asleep. Uh, Cost $9.99 a year? For what? To join that website? (laughs) This is an entirely non-commercial site for information or references as a service to the footbag community. Footbag sounds like something you would call somebody. Like, you're a dirtbag. You're a footbag, bitch. Oh, the GeoCity site? Oh. My goodness. That's crazy. I still use Lycos. It's okay. Virginia Buttonweed still asks Jeeves when he doesn't know shit. He's like, hey, Jeeves. How many pints in a quart? vB's pretty smart I should probably not and he's not even here so I probably shouldn't dog on him uh all right let's do this story this is kind of sad we got to get to this and then we're gonna to get to our whisker Wednesday animals for you to adopt courtesy of special pals but the good finds folks over at bro Bible decided to take a little gander into mattress Max gambling habits and didn't go well didn't go good mattress Mac if he bets on you there's a 1 in 12 chance you're going to win because right now as it stands Mattress Mac is 1 in 12 in his big bets since 2019 lost 13 million on the Astros when they got beat by the Nationals uh put down a million for the Texans to beat the Chiefs and then when that didn't happen he was like no problem fam and he put a million on the Titans to beat the Chiefs and then that didn't happen and he was like all right bullshit There's no way they win three in a row. That's actually how it works. And uh, he put another million down for the Niners to beat the Chiefs, and it didn't happen. 2020 World Series. He put down 10K for the Astros to win the World Series at the beginning of the year, I think it was, in 2020. Didn't happen. He would have won 300K. There was 30 to 1 odds, but it didn't happen. They got beat by the Rays, the ALCS. Bet $3.46 million on Tampa to cover the spread against the Chiefs, and it happened. And he won $2.72 million. Missed out on a March Madness bet for the Cougars at $1 million. Kentucky Derby put $4 million on a horse named Medina Spirit. Oh, no, no, no. Essential quality. Medina Spirit was the winner. My bad. Uh, Put a bet uh, $1.2 million on Bama. And then by the time that the national championship rolls around, it was at six point two million. And then he of course this last bet where he like nine and a half million riding on the Cincinnati Bengals. He's one in twelve. He's lost forty, 40 million. Dollars, forty million dollars. This dude has lost gambling and betting on sporting events. I swear, we need an intervention. Somebody has got to get to Mattress Mac and say, "Hey, fam, maybe slow down."
0: Oh shit! I just
1: pushed my goddamn microphone. Uh, yeah, but somebody needs to get there. Uh, hey Ivan, who's uh Ivan's here? Where's Ivan at? I can't change my name for two months. That's whack. Oh, that is whack. Did you change it and then you wanted to change it back? Mac loves the underdog. He does, Walt. He always bets the dog, which I think, you know, when you talk to people, now this would be, oh, what's up, homie? I would not even realize that. Now, the thing is, like, when, when you see, you know, always bet the under, always bet the dog, right? That's where the money is. But you better be sure they're going to win first. And uh, nope. He's not had good luck doing that. That man has lost forty in net, of course, because he had the one win. Forty million dollars is a lot. That's a lot, lot. And I thought it was bad because I was like, oh, Daddy put 100 bucks on a Super Bowl. I'm a crazy person. Oh my god, I'm so rich. A hundred dollars total. Like not just one bet, like all my all my uh I had like ten um prop bets. I had my, well, I had three main bets and then like, yeah, like eight or ten prop bets, a couple parlays. It was stupid. I just spread it out over a hundred bucks. Okay. Oh, well, that made of money. I'm a broke ass fledgling YouTube fuckface. face. All right. We don't make a lot of money. This is what we do. So poor Mattress Mac. Out nearly 40 million. Somebody said he was worth 400 million in the chat yesterday. So he's okay. I don't give a shit. When you lose 10% of your money in about three years, that's a lot of money that's a lot of money to be losing okay Virginia Bunweed. Virginia Bunwee said if you think he has a problem imagine the guy that buys three mattresses a year hoping to get one free that is fucking hilarious VB well done indeed buddy that's too funny hey just a quick reminder at 3 o'clock I'm going to be joined by Riley Shields a uh, a hemp grower here in Texas, this is episode 420, we're going to talk all things, cannabis, THC, hemp, weed, marijuana, the devil's lettuce, all that, we're going to talk about all of that. Uh, right now though, is the bottom of the hour, 228, I want to tell you, I lost my god dang overlays, I lost my overlays, not my ovaries, my overlays. I want to tell you guys about Special Pals, because it is Whisker Wednesday, and I've got two amazingly adorable animals for you guys to adopt. Courtesy of Special Pals, if you didn't know, Special Pals open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m., right here in the great city of Houston for you guys to go and adopt, right there, headed towards Katie off I-10. All of the animals at Special Pals come fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed or neutered, up to date on their flea and heartworm prevention medication. Adoption fees range from $80 to $250. All you have to do, go to specialpals.org, that's Special Pals.org to see all of the animals they have available for adoption. First one I have for you. Look at this cutie. This is the Forest Whitaker of adoptable dogs. <sighs> Molly is a three-year-old has already had nine Man, I'll tell you what, if you had nine babies, your eyes would probably wander off too. Molly's already had nine pups and didn't get child support for a damn one of them until they were all saved off the streets. You've heard of BBW, but how about BBD? Bell Biv DeVoe? Molly is the perfect basic brown dog. Maybe a hound, maybe some lab. Little Forrest Whitaker in there. Look at that eye. (laughs) huh? She's got her eye on you. I got my eye on you. All beautiful and sweet and ready for a new life. Come on, y'all. I all ever since I saw Toonts's The Cross eyed Cat, I always wanted a cross eyed cat. And then we got Oliver, and he goes cross eyed sometimes, and it's the most amazingly hilarious thing I've ever seen. So, why not get a dog with a gotcha eye? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Molly's a cutie. Make sure you adopt Molly. Molly is available for adoption. Open Sunday, uh, Wednesday through Sunday, excuse me, on Special Pals. Just go to specialpals.org uh and you can see all the animals including molly and it's 80 to 250 dollars to adopt but it's like one-stop shopping you're good to go once you adopt molly you're you're you're, you're don't have to worry about anything we got our cat spencer from special pals took him to the vet and they were like yeah this cat's great this cat's in great shape don't worry about it so now speaking of cats to adopt and cuties come on <laughs> what oh my god are you kidding me This is Grogu, and not even the strongest Jedi can resist the power of this ridiculous face. Look at that cutie. This baby boy is two months old, and just like his namesake, he's either eating, sleeping, or being absolutely irresistible 24-7. He's another graduate of PK's foster bathtub. So is our cat, Spencer. Spencer comes from the Penguin Katie foster bathtub. Grogu, his brother Yoda, and his sister Yaddle. Yaddle? Yadley. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Are all ready for homes. Right meow. Look at that face. That is a cute ass cat right there. Come on, fam. Look at that cute. You, you want to adopt Grogu? You want to adopt Molly? All you got to do is go to specialpals.org. Super easy to do. Open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. All of the animals that you get from Special Pals come fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed, or neutered. All that, all that, all that. Watch said Katie's such a nerd she's a super big nerd and I love it it's she's she's we've always got some sort of Star Wars reference that's over my head or like Lord of the Rings Lord I'm not gonna be surprised if they're like you know you should adopt Frodo although you know he's he's Lord of the Ringworms, but we're gonna get that taken care of okay uh, we've got our sports headlines out of the way We got Mattress Mac and we got Whisker Wednesday We're rolling along because In 30 minutes I'm going to be joined by Riley Shields of Yannisi Farms uh, Who is a hemp grower, follow them at Yannisi Farms on IG Since it's episode number 420 I thought, you know when we had Episode number 69 of, We talked about the position 69, I had some fun facts For you I demonstrated it. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that on the stream. I'm not going to get high on the stream. I'm not going to demonstrate the 69 and on the stream. None of that. Uh, hey, what's up to everybody on Podbean, by the way. I see Titan Hugo, Chris Reyes, Eric Resendez are all still hanging out over there. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to listen but not um, watch, you can do that. Just download the Podbean app. I probably need to put something on screen for that. Um but yeah, just download the Podbean app and you can listen to Barry on Deck without watching. And then if you missed a visual, you can go back and find it on YouTube or Twitch later. Also, we are on YouTube. So if you are currently watching on YouTube and you have not subscribed to the channel, please make sure you do that. If you're new to the program on Twitch and you haven't followed already, God bless it. What are you waiting for? A lot of you came over in the raid uh, courtesy of Jerry Bow and Aaron Raybould. And if you haven't followed this program, look, it's free to follow. Hit that follow for me, and I need everybody to go make sure you follow Jerry Bo and Aaron Rabold at um odd what is it odd Bets? what the hell is it called uh we bet ATS go follow we bet ATS uh I'm telling you my buddy Speed said it the other night look for small streamers like us a follow means the world to us so for those of you in the deckhead community that have not followed We Bet ATS yet please go and do that I appreciate that. Thank you. All right, let's talk some marijuana. Uh, we're going to get the the real scoop uh, at 3 o'clock when Riley Shields joins me. But I did my own research, people. I found it. Okay, when I say research, I found an article. I Googled things you didn't know about. Uh, thank you for the uh, doing the shout-out, Potch. Did it work? Yes, it did. Super easy. We bet ATS right there. Thank you, buddy. That's a good-ass moderator right there. That's what I'm talking about. On it. All right, you guys ready for ten things you probably didn't know about marijuana? I'm curious how many of you knew these. And don't lie to me, chat. I'll find out. Okay. I actually have a a, a, an attachment to the to the chat. It's a it's a plugin that can detect when you're lying. Like the other day, Fidel tried to tell somebody he was. Uh, five foot ten, and then the chat was like, "Oh, hell no!" Uh, what if Fidel say no flip? What happened? What anybody got info on the Houston Health Department FBI raid? Oh, I didn't hear this. They raided the health department. Probably some dumbass in there doing something illegals. That'll happen. <laughs> Truck every boogie put bang command no. The the exclamation mark is pronounced bang. You don't type bang. Andy Huggins, how are you, buddy? Good to see Andy Huggins in the chat, y'all. We hadn't seen Andy Huggins. We hadn't seen old Hug Dog in a hot minute. Andy, thanks for hanging out. Andy said, things you didn't know about marijuana. It doesn't belong in the green room. You guys do not get high in the green room if you're on a show with Andy Huggins. It pisses him off and it fucks with his sobriety and he doesn't appreciate it. Although it's weird that they would call it a green room, but you can't smoke the green. All right, here we go. Ten things you definitely didn't know about THC. Here you go. Here's number one. Humankind has used marijuana for at least marijuana for at least twelve thousand years. It's crazy. According to E.L. Abel. The first 12,000 years, the history of cannabis goes back to at least 10,000 B.C. This means marijuana is one of the oldest cultivated crops in human history. We grew it around the same time that we began grinding wheat and barley in Iran's Zagros Mountains. Also, the ancient Chinese routinely used it in medicine. Much is said about the first written account of cannabis. 2,737 BC, Emperor Shin Nung allegedly used weed and wrote about its health health benefits. However, historians are confident that the famed ruler never existed. What? Wait a minute. How did he write about it if he never existed? Am I high right now? This makes my head hurt. So there you go. Weed's been around for 12,000 years. All right, number two on the list of things you Probably most definitely didn't know about marijuana. This is going to be a a, a trivia question for the chat. Here we go. Everybody get your, get your little chat fingers ready. Everybody get your little typey types ready. Here we go. Here's your, here's your chat question. Nate, give me a number. The number of marijuana overdose deaths, the number, how many do you, how many people do you think have overdosed on marijuana and died? In the history of marijuana, the number of marijuana overdose deaths. Put a number in the chat. I'm I'm curious to see. Total Dallas said five. Uh, truck driver Pookie said zero. Fidel says zero. Flip says zero. Big Tobacco made weed illegal. Actually, it was a guy. It was a it was a politician, a congressman, that blamed uh, migrant workers from Mexico on the, the fallen economy and said it was weed that did it okay the chat's too goddamn smart for their own good cc said 42 cc you should have said 420 that would have been i would have guessed that would have been my guess 420 the 42 is fine i mean you know you're not a professional chatter it's okay all right you guys get it okay fine everybody's smart that's exactly right zero deaths nobody in the history of of weed and mankind has ever overdosed on death. In fact, if you were to overdose, you would have to figure out a way to consume 1,500 pounds of marijuana in 15 minutes. You would have to smoke or consume 1,000 pounds a minute. That's impossible. The only way I can think that is if they, like did it like a dab like right where they compress it down and then just injected it in you. But even then I don't think you're going to get 1500 pounds of Mary Jane in somebody's veins. Uh, and 88, the DEA appointed judge Francis Young suggested it would take the extreme amount to cause a fatal response. And that was 1500 pounds in 15 minutes. The LD rating says that, um, uh, in the, in the medical field, each drug receives what's called an LD50 rating. It outlines at what dosage 50% of test animals receiving it will die as a result of toxicity from the drug. Research found that marijuana's LD50 is between 1 in 20,000 and 1 in 40,000. You would need to smoke 20,000 to 40,000 average-sized joints to OD. Oh, my God. Not, you'd pass out or you'd eat yourself to death first. All right, number three on the list. THC is one of hundreds of marijuana compounds. Uh, research between 63 and 64 found that THC is the most famous weed compound. However, there as of today, scientists have identified almost 500 different compounds and at least 65, I don't know how to say this, can, cannabinoids. I always said cannabinoids, but I think it's cannabinoids and marijuana. All right, number four, THC is non-intoxicating when fresh. I don't even know what that means. Uh, this is one of the THC facts that will probably shock everyone. Before decarboxylation, THC is THCA and is non-intoxicating while in this raw form. There is a growing number of physicians who use raw, fresh cannabis to treat patients. They say THCA has medicinal Qualities that get lost after their marijuana plant is heated. Huh? This is amazing. Are we all learning stuff here, chat? (sighs) Fidel wants to try to overdose on weed. I couldn't imagine. Like, I smoke, like, if I do, like, three hits, I am high as giraffe's ass, and I don't know what to do. I swear to God, I tell a story on stage. This is a true story, but I tell a story on stage where one time I got so high, I thought I was wearing contacts, and I still had my glasses on. That's that's true. What, I, I swear to you, I tell that story on stage. I also tell the story about the time I tried to mobile deposit $40 in cash. True story. I got so high, I tried to send 220s to Wood Forest National Bank through my mobile phone. I'm not a good weed smoker, people. I couldn't imagine sitting there and trying to smoke all the weed. THC becomes another cannabinoid when it degrades. If you've ever tried old stale weed, you may experience a rather unusual high. Users report that they feel far groggier and more lightheaded than they do when using fresh pot. Man, I think I have some weed here that's like a year and a half old. I should just throw it out. The reason for this being uh, uh, this odd feeling is because marijuana is laden with a cannabinoid called cannabinol. It forms when you expose THC to light and oxygen. All right, number six, there are at least 1,200 names for marijuana. 1,200 names. You probably heard a few of the most common ones, such as ganja, Mary Jane, pot, and weed. Did you know that there are approximately 1,200 slang terms? Uh, Let's see. Cannabis did not appear in the Oxford Dictionary until the 16th century. The book described it as part of the plant that were smoked, chewed, and drunk for the intoxicating or hallucinogenic properties, the term ganja is a Sanskrit word and not a Rastafarian word. There's a suggestion that the Indians named it after the river Ganges. Ganges, I don't know. Pot comes from at least the 70s, if not earlier. I always wondered why people called it pot. Like, because I grew it in a pot. You want some pot? Pot? Want some pot weed? That sounds stupid if you called it pot weed. You want some pot weed? No, thanks. Uh, it's related to a Spanish. Here we go. It's related to a Spanish mulled wine known as Patagaya. Pot, Patagaya. It's a special kind of wine because marijuana buds are steeped in it. Weed became a slang term in the 80s as weeds are tough, durable, and grow everywhere. Marijuana actually misspelled marijuana came from Mexico, Spanish, and was the name of an herbal mix smoked by Mexicans. Large number of people traveled north of the border during the Mexican Revolution. They brought large amounts of the herb with them. Now, uh, listen, here's what I was just talking about. The unappealing view of these immigrants meant that everything associated with them carried negative connotations. Therefore, the word marijuana described cannabis. An evil drug. Its prohibition in the United States was guaranteed and occurred in 1937. There you go. Um, I guess sneezed. These- Bless me. Thank me. I'm welcome. Number seven, you can enjoy your THC hit in many different ways. You can roll a blunt, which is just using cigar papers to create a potent joint. You can use it in drinks as tea. Uh, You can get sprays. You can get oils and tinctures. There's a ton of ways to do it. Number eight, in Bhutan. (laughs) Bhutan. Farmers feed their pigs weed to make them fatter. There you go. Didn't know that. Number nine, marijuana dispensaries outnumber Starbucks and McDonald's combined in certain cities. Like my (laughs) dude, Justin Swinford out in Denver. Justin has a better shot of finding a dispensary in Denver, Colorado than he does a Starbucks and McDonald's. Another reason I want to move to Denver. Number 10, THC is only fully legal in two countries worldwide. (laughs) That's it. Two countries worldwide have fully legalized THC. Uh, Uruguay in 2013 became the first nation in the modern era to completely legalize weed. In 2014, the law allowed residents to grow up to six plants. Now you can become part of a grow group and grow 99 plants. And then Canada followed suit in 2018. So if you want to just be able to smoke weed whenever, move to Canada. If the goddamn truckers will let you in. Uh, in Canada, you have to be at least 18 years old to buy it. You can possess less; uh, you can legally possess 30 grams. But in some Canadian uh, provinces, you have to be 19. So, whatever. It's crazy because it's not even legal in Jamaica, which is we all think. Oh, they just they, they smoke that shit like it's water. I don't know how you would smoke water, but pretty crazy. So, there's 10 fun facts for you, and then uh, we'll have Riley Shields joining us at. Uh, three o'clock he owns a hemp farm he's literally growing weed in Texas which seems weird to me a coke can works in a pinch for a pipe I've smoked weed out of a coke can an apple I've used bible papers yes you can if you need to ingest it you can get it absolutely I hid my wallet and lost it for three days because I thought I lost it and couldn't remember where I put it well sounds about right I feel like you're making up words now. No, I'm not. I'm not making up words. Uh, Flip said, "What's the most idiotic thing you've done on weed?" <sighs> I think I said mine. Um, one time I peed my pants, and then one time I got stoned and drunk and woke up in my sister's yard the next day from a party. <laughs> um, I also have woken up in a hot tub. Hi. I'm not a, I'm telling you guys, I'm not a, I'm not a good, I'm not a good weed smoker. That's why when people are like, hey man, you want to smoke some weed, man? If we're somewhere, I'm like, no, I'm an at home on the couch weed smoker. Like, I literally can't be doing anything. One, I'm too scared to drive. I would never do that. Two, I'm just not good at it. I do stupid shit and I don't want to do dumb shit around people. I don't want to be. Hey, guys, I'm going to go take my contacts off while I'm wearing my glasses. I don't want to laugh so hard I piss my pants. I don't want to do that. My nose itch. <laughs> Marty said graduated from college. Let's go, Marty. <laughs> Let's go. That's outstanding. <laughs> I usually just melt into the couch and eat when I get high. I when i was when i was young and got high i would get super paranoid i would laugh a whole lot whole whole lot that's why i peed my pants once i couldn't stop laughing at the stupidest commercial like one of those fake commercials on saturday night live could not stop laughing at it it was one of those i think it was a colon blow commercial and i just thought it was the goddamn did funniest thing i've ever seen in my whole life peed my pants that Um, but yeah I've done some yeah Donna I mentioned that one earlier yeah I tried to mobile deposit 40 bucks 220s through my phone yeah yeah one time I was like I think I need to go to the dentist my teeth don't fit together that's a true story too I gotta just sit on the couch I can't do it I can't do it what's up Orlando good to have you here man thanks for being here I'm high right now on the couch, truck driver Pookie says. Oh, my God. Way to, be a, way to be a contributing member to our society. CC said, I've done it five times in my life. The last time I puked in my own lap. Never again. Who's throwing up when they get high? Did you really throw up, CC? That's crazy. That's wild. Uh, Matt said, that's the best. What? What's the best? I don't know what's the best. Oh, I can zone out uh, pretty good when I smoke. Okay. Don't drink and smoke. Yes. Weed is the topic. That is correct, Orlando. It, this is episode number 420 of the show. And I just got through giving. I, I, you know what would have been awful is if I'd have made you guys sit through 420 fun facts about marijuana. Be like, oh my God, Laminac, this is a 19 hour show. Can we just move along? But I gave ten fun facts about weed the that the chat probably didn't know. And then uh You threw up Mimi? You also did the you vomited, really? Bad weed. <laughs> CC said meth, crack, some good Adderall, I'm your pal. Weed, no thanks, devil's lettuce. No thanks. I love it. I can't believe Mimi throw up. I'm, Mimi, you'll feel like you'd party hardy. Like, you'd be like, I got this, y'all. Like, she's crushing up her weed and snorting it <laughs> like it's oregano. I don't give a damn. I'm throwing it on my pizza. I, I party like a wild woman. I have never smoked weed, but I like the smell. See, I hate the smell. Oh, like when you eat gummies or weed brownies, that taste, that that weed taste, awful. It's like jalapenos. Ugh. Oh, thanks. Although the Budan wrapped jalapenos,
0: mm,
1: changed my mind. Change my mind. Hey, real quick, let's take let's do another sports topic. Um, I didn't get to this yesterday. So we'll do this today here. Let me resize the window. Some of these things work, some of them don't. I just I don't understand why it's like this. Uh, we can scroll past that video. Don't need that. Here's your uh if you give a shit. Here's your NBA. Power rankings. This is according to ESPN right now. Jen says, I enjoy it in its liquid form. Okay, so you like to drink your weed? Okay. Walt said, I've never been high, and y'all ain't making me wanna. Oh, it's a lot of fun, Walt. If you've ever wanted to piss your pants watching Saturday Night Live, get high, buddy. Get high. Uh, Orlando, I see your question. Let me do this real quick, and then I will answer it. I promise, (laughs) famo. All right, here's your NBA uh power rankings according to ESPN. Uh number 1, the Phoenix Suns should not surprise, should not surprise anybody. They're 46 and 10. Last week they were number 1. They are rolling. Chris Paul tied a season high with 19 assists on Thursday. Dude is ageless now. Chris Paul's the man. Number 2, Golden State Warriors still hanging in there. Got Klay Thompson back, so that's good. Klay's getting his rhythm back. Draymond has started to do a little more in his rehab. Uh, same goes for James Wiseman. Steph Curry holding it down. P.O.P. hold it down. Mama, I love you. Uh, number three, the Memphis Grizzlies. Raise your hand if you had the Memphis Grizzlies being one of the three best teams in the NBA before the season started. John Morant going off. They were like, oh, we need to get him some help. And John's like, I got this, fam. I'm good. And it's a good team. I mean, they're not as deep as some of the other teams in this top five, but Memphis is good. Don't get it twisted. 40 and 18. You take that. Miami Heat are 37 and 20. Uh, and they are four. Giannis and the Bucs are five. I'm going to tell you, there's a team not in the top five that you're going to have to keep an eye on, and I mentioned them in our headlines. Bulls are six. Sixers are seven. We'll see how that changes with this trade now, adding James Harden. How's that going to help or hurt Philadelphia 76ers? The Cavs hanging in there. Cleveland Cavaliers hanging in there at eight, 35 and 22. The Jazz are nine. The Dallas Mavericks are 10. This team right here, Boston Celtics, they are nine and one in their last 10. They have the highest plus minus of any team in the NBA right now. Well, I should say any team in the East in the NBA right now. Keep an eye on the Boston Celtics. Tice just had like three or four blocks the other night. Now smart went down with a twisted ankle. So that's not good. Stepped on Joel and foot in last night's game. But this Boston Celtics team is starting to figure it out a little bit. I'm not saying they're going to win the East or anything like that. I still think I still even if even though they're down here, I still think the East goes through Milwaukee at five. I know Miami was hot and a sexy name, and so was Cleveland for a while, but I still think the East goes through Milwaukee. But keep an eye on Boston. All right, that's a that's a team I think a lot of people are going to start paying attention to. Denver is 12. Raptors are 13, Minnesota Timberwolves are 14, the Brooklyn Nets, we're going to see how this trade affected them, they chime in at number 15, now it's Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons is the big three, Simmons eyeing his return, (laughs) win, that first game against the Philadelphia 76ers, how appropriate would that be, and yes, oh God, yes, please let him guard Joel Embiid. Please, or Harden, and just shut Harden down and make Harden guard him. And, okay, that would be awful and boring. Uh, Clippers are 16. Charlotte Hornets are 17. The Hawks are 18. The Lakers, We it took all the way to number 19 to get to the Lakers. Number 20 is the Wizards. What's up, Cherry? Happy episode 420 to you, sweetie. Thanks for being here. Uh, Wizards are 20. The New Orleans Pelicans are 21. The Knicks are 22. Boy, after last season, look at the Knicks now. San Antonio Spurs are 23. Portland, 24. Kings are 25. Pacers, 26. The Thunder, 27. There's your Houston Rockets, baby. (laughs) Let's go! (sighs) Rockets are 28. Orlando and Detroit are the worst teams in the league, but I... Just record wise. I mean, if you watched the Rockets, boy, they'll they'll play like they're the worst team. So there you go. There's your top 30. There's your there's your uh zoom out. There's your power rankings for the NBA. Oh my god, Sean, do you like anything in sports? Jesus Christ, man. We're talking about baseball. <laughs> Baseball's boring. Talk about basketball. <laughs> Sleepy time, basketball sucks. Talk about the Olympics. (laughs) I mean, I agree with you on that one. It's like you hate everything except soccer. You literally love the most boring sport and hate all the exciting sports. Sean, what are you, a walking opposite day? All right, let's get to Orlando's question over here. Orlando said, question, what would be legal? Okay, why did that just go away so fast? I don't like that. What would be legal first in Texas, sports gambling or recreational weed smoking? Oh, fam, this one's easy. I got this chat. I got this. Riley's on hold. He's going to join us here in a couple of minutes. This is super easy. And I'll pose this question to our, our expert joining us, Riley Shields, here uh, in just a second. My opinion? Oh, this is no doubt gambling. In fact, there's already senators, state senators, that are like, you know, we've probably been messing up a little bit. So, maybe we just leave it to the people and see if they want to do it. Now, remember, we got a lot of old white people in this state, and old white people means conservative Republicans, not overall, but in general. Really, old white people tend to be conservative Republicans, which means they love Jesus, they hate the devil's lettuce, they hate gambling. Because my cousin Bobby had a gambling problem. I caught him sucking dick behind a piggly wiggly. And it's not okay. It's not a victimless crime. I used to kiss Bobby on the lips when I'd see him on Thanksgiving. <laughs> ah! All right. So gambling for sure. I think. I think it's gambling. And I think weed is a long ways away. Now, I think we might get some medicinal marijuana. Similar to what like Oklahoma has. Because we kind of walk in lockstep with Oklahoma. I, here's, here's, when, here's when when. weed will be legal. As soon as politicians figure out a way that they can profit on it. Then they'll make it legal. But I think that, um, I think definitely gambling long before weed. I, we might still be another five to seven years from medicinal marijuana. Gambling might happen in the next year or two. I mean, especially now that you've seen people, uh, sports aligning with gambling websites and stuff. Now I think they're like, oh, well, you know, if you can do it online overseas, might as well be able to do it here. And you can, uh, you know, make some money. Yeah. So, yeah, I think definitely that's the case. I agree with Sean. Basketball sucks. Well, you suck. Okay, maybe not. but. uh, What does it say? You think he's open to that, Tony the Handsome? What? Sean likes pro cornhole. Okay. Well, You guys have once again managed to make it super awkward in here for me. Uh, All right, let's get my guest in here. Uh, Hold on, let me get over to my scenes. Oh, he doesn't have video on. That's okay. We don't need video. We can just do audio. Oh, he's, oh, he tried to turn this video on. It's not working. Don't worry about it. Riley, it's... Oh, oh. we may have... Nope. Did we lose him? Camera turned off. Camera turned on. Riley, it's okay. We're going to see if we have audio with Riley. Uh, right, Here we go. Three, two. We're going to cut over. Hey, join me on the program right now. Riley Shields from Yanase Farms. Riley, how are you? Nothing. Nothing. Hold on. Let me get over here to the yeah, the audio's on. Riley, we got no audio. Got no video. It's okay. Uh, I can tell over there on the little uh, screen when you get audio and video. So you may have to log out and log back in, Riley, or maybe do it from your phone. If you're doing it from your computer, you have to it's a whole thing where you got to give your web browser access to your camera and your mic and it's a mess. So it might be easier just to try and do it from your phone, like disconnect and then just log in from your phone. That might be easier. Uh, Riley, I'm going to keep an eye on that. And as soon as I see you and knowing your camera's working, I'll pop you back in on the program. Uh, I'm still off. Uh, But as soon as I see you, Riley, because he's not high, Marty, Marty, rule number one. If easy E written by ice cube taught us nothing it's you don't get high on your own supply actually that was long before Easy e and Boys in the Hood but uh, yeah <laughs> said, you can't rely on stoners he's not a stoner you guys this is a businessman growing hemp this is a lot different than like what's up guys my name is Frank <laughs> what do you want to know buddy I swear to god if he gets on there and does that though <laughs> <laughs> I've never met Riley. Just so we're clear, uh, former suspect and I guess friend of the show, Dake Shields was like, "Hey, my cousin Riley just moving back to Texas to grow hemp, so try him." I was like, "Dope." I mean, not dope. Like, cool. I need somebody. Flip said, "Does he wash his feet?" I don't fucking know. I'm not asking him. Kind of weird shit. Oh, was it Scarface that said that originally? Okay. I mean, that was probably a code of the streets. I doubt the writers of Scarface knew that. You know, like two white dudes in Hollywood probably didn't know that. They probably had to ask a real-life drug dealer. Oh, shut up, Todd, you judgy bastard. Yeah, dudes that grow him clearly would never smoke weed. Shut up, Todd. You don't know his life. Maybe he's like CeCe and it makes him queasy. You don't know? You don't know. We're not going to judge. Listen, chat. We're not going to judge Riley. He's going to part uh, disseminate a ton of facts and squash a lot of misnomers about weed and hemp and THC and all those things, and you will treat him with respect. You guys are rude. I never this is not the community I want to be a part of. You guys can't be rude like that. Not to the guest, all right? Please, not to the guest. By the way, if you haven't followed the program on Twitch, yo, what up, doc? If you haven't followed the program on Twitch, could you please do that? Huh? Could you, could you? Could you uh give the give the channel a follow? Totes free. It's totes free. Poor Riley is struggling right now. Keep the- oh, I see him. I see him. We may have a microphone. Hold on, we're going to try this. Oh, he's so sexy. Hey, Teddy boy, thank you for the follow, man. Much appreciated. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, decade community. I appreciate that. All right, you give me a thumbs up when you're ready, Riley, and then I'm going to, I'm going to patch you in. So give me a thumbs up when you're good to go. Oh, he's good to go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining me on the program right now. I hope we have audio. It looks like we might Joining me on the program right now. Riley Shields from Yonesee Farms here in the great state of Texas. Riley, how are you, man?
0: I'm doing well, sir. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Honored to be on the 420th episode, and uh, always down to talk wheat. So let's do <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah,
1: your cousin Dake was like, "Hey, man, you got this guy. You know, if anybody knows it and can come on last second, because you know, I'm not, a, I don't prepare well. I was. You would think that when I got to like episode 415, my dumbass would have been like, you know, I should probably plan for a 420 episode. No, the morning of right. 420, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta. Typical, like yeah, you know, and I don't even get high. And you, have typical weed, right? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks yeah. for being here. Tell the folks a little bit about what it is you do, how you came because Dake said you get you came back to Texas or something like that. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself, your background, and and your business.
0: Yeah. um So I'm originally from North Houston. Uh, I was born and raised in Spring. I was actually born in Houston. Spent my first year in the Heights. My, my parents, um, living in Montgomery County, and. Uh, Shortly after I turned 21, uh, 2014, I, I had met my girlfriend at the time, my wife now at Texas A&M, and uh, I wasn't going to school there. I was mainly just partying and figuring out how to rub two pennies and make a dollar. And uh, 2014, um, we moved to Denver, uh, which was the year they legalized recreational cannabis. And a little bit of my earlier teen years, when I was 17, I was arrested for just under a gram of, uh, of weed on me, uh, spent three years on probation, uh, with that, uh, in Montgomery County and pretty much realized I had to get the fuck out of here. This is the one law I like to break and, uh, let's make a, a change of scenery here. So we moved to, um, Colorado just because mainly cause it was legal. She had a job opportunity and I could transfer with my work. Um, wasn't really expecting to get into the industry at the time, but, after about six months, I'm like, what am I doing, man? Let's let's check this out. And uh, went to work one day. I applied for a job on Craigslist, actually, for a, a cannabis cultivation facility outside of Denver. And uh, went been, into that, work. That
1: had to have been sketchy as hell, though. You are probably like, oh, they're just going to take my
0: wallet. Yeah, but, you know, I'm it. always, I, my risk assessment's a little higher than most people. So I was into it, man. I was like, worst case scenario, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Let's, let's fucking do this. And uh, I was actually, I applied for the job that day, ended up going to um, the bar to catch a game that night. And they called me up at like 9 p.m. They're like, hey, can you show up tomorrow at eight? And I'm like, you got it, dude. So um, I was 21, just old enough to work in the industry legally because it was a recreational legal industry. You had to be 21 and over. You have to go get a background check, get your fingerprints, you know, all that stuff just to legally work in the industry in Denver on the recreational side. And uh, day one, when I stepped into that garden, man, I fell in love. I just had uh, affinity for the plant. I loved the process. I was already, obviously, an avid cons- consumer at the time, but really just fell in love with the plant, the process, the people in it really as well at the time. were um, It was really grassroots, man. There was a lot of uh, hospitality in the industry. Um, spent three years in Denver working for that company, um, won multiple awards. It was all indoor cultivation. Uh, I was lucky enough to have a dude who, was willing to share a lot of his knowledge and experience experience with me and i soaked that up like a sponge and colorado was great but you know i was still trying to sow some wild oats and go to different places so um, we ended up going to the west coast in 2017 i moved to oregon worked there for a year shortly after they legalized recreational and uh then moved down at the end of 2017 to california i was uh, living in mendocino county Um, cultivating a little over 100,000 square feet of cannabis canopy, which is a little over three or just under three acres, just under acres, sorry, 40,000 square feet a piece. No, sorry, just over two acres uh, of cannabis canopy, as well as consulting with a lot of people, um, all greenhouse, outdoor, a little indoor. Um, I've worked on, from that job, I went to a different part of the supply chain, working with brands who are actually procuring a lot of their product and uh, packaging it. So I've seen the ins and outs, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the industry from multiple different perspectives. Because every state you move to, it's it's a different beast. It's a different industry. You got to learn all of the, the good things and bad things and regulation and stuff. So, um, yeah, once the pandemic hit, um, 75% of the people I worked with were furloughed. I realized that working for some other business or not the move because at any given time they can cut you off as a lot of people have experienced and uh, decided to move back to Texas after they legalized hemp cultivation, um, October of 2020. So we've been back a little bit over a year. Um, This year or in December of last year, we won best uh, hemp in Texas from the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup, highest CBD, uh, the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. Um, so we're proud of those uh, awards nice. and just kind of being able to cultivate cannabis legally here.
1: Now, when you say cultivate cannabis legally here, what does that mean to somebody like me that's like you're just growing weed, right?
0: I mean, it's so without getting too technical, uh cannabis produces two cannabinoids. We know THC, mm-hmm. and uh that's obviously the the main vanity cat cannabinoid. Um, but the plant also produces CBD. And There's two different genomes. So there's a a family branch that produces THC in abundance, and then there's a family branch that produces CBD in abundance and almost no THC. Um, So in Texas, I can legally grow cannabis that produces abundant CBD and less than 0.3% THC on a dry weight basis.
1: How do you you control that? How do you – I mean, like, it's a plant, right? Like, if I grow – I don't know. It'd be like saying, Oh, I can grow tomatoes, but it's going to have 200% vitamin C. But I like, how do you control that? How do you control that?
0: That really falls on the back of the breeders. So there's a whole nother breeder industry where these guys nerd out about genetics and phenotypes and figuring out how to suppress THC production and, um, bring out that CBD expression. You got to be a different type of nerd. just like to sow seeds and grow it and let them figure out all the technical shit while, uh, while I get to do the the fun part of it. I mean, it's fun to them, but it's really just a totally different genetic family. I look at it like kind of like bell peppers and this is a terrible example, but you got red bell peppers, you got green bell peppers. Really that just depends on when you harvest it. But think of it. It's like the same plant, but just, Producing a different physical attribute, if you will. Listen,
1: for a dumbass like me, that's a perfect analogy. Because then I'm like, okay. There you go. Yeah, I try to I try
0: to get stupefied a little bit for myself as
1: well. No, that's perfect. Uh, so so, how much hemp would I have to smoke to get high? Oh,
0: dude, I don't know that you could smoke enough (laughs) to get high. I mean, like, oh, that's yeah. It would it would be tough because like whenever we're talking about, all right, so say you pick up cannabis from you know a street dealer. That's going to have probably minimum ten to 12% THC in it minimum. 10 to 12%. And okay. stuff that I produce is going to have less than point three of a percent. Oh wow! So it's okay. It's practically non-existent. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. You fall asleep before you could smoke enough CBD. <laughs>
1: all right so i've got some questions for you i had somebody submit a question to me on twitter chat if you have questions for riley make sure you ask those as well matt uh poche could you put a link to his website and to his ig on there um for me it's uh yanasi farms y-a-n-a-s-i farms.com and then you can find the ig but i would appreciate that matt if you could i know he would as well so folks can follow you and keep up with you if they want to do that now uh, I'll will we'll start with the question that I got submitted from Twitter first because that's we, we cover that first. But somebody wanted to know. They said they've been taking Delta Eight for their back. Hey, Scrimp Sandwich, thank you for the follow, man, much appreciated. But somebody said they've been taking Delta Eight for they got back pain all the time. Talk to us about right. what Delta Eight is. I know we're skipping a lot of stuff that's happened in Texas as far as THC and cannabis, but. Let's just start with Delta eight. What is it? Why should you take it? Do you get high? All that, all those questions.
0: Right. I mean, Delta eight by definition, um, I'd like to go into kind of how the process that it's made. So please do what, what manufacturers and, and labs do is they take CBD isolate. So think of CBD isolate as sugar. It literally is a white powder that they've been able to isolate 99.99% of that powder is CBD, the molecule CBD. Okay. So what those labs do is they take that CBD isolate and they mix it with acetic acid, which is the main ingredient, active ingredient in vinegar. And what acetic acid does when it is combined with um, CBD, the molecule CBD, is it creates a new molecule which is delta-8 THC. Okay. Almost the exact same as THC, which is delta-9-THC, just has a different arm off of the molecule, super chemical-based, just cyancy. But what they do is they mix this sugar with this acetic acid, and then they rerun it back through distillation process to pull all of that acetic acid out of it. So what's left is a delta-8-THC oil. They then take that product, mix it into edibles, topicals, tinctures, whatever, and um, then you can consume it by law. It's legal in Texas to manufacture Delta-8. It's federally legal to uh, manufacture Delta-8 as well under the Hemp Farm Bill of 2018. So is it legal to consume? Absolutely. Should people have freedom to consume and put whatever they want in their bodies? I am a strong believer that they should be able to. Um, is it a synthetic version of THC, which by and large means unnatural? Yes. Without there's no argument that Delta-8 is an unnatural synthetic version of THC. That being said, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Okay. You can still, you'll still get the same effect from eating a Delta-8 edible as you would a normal weed brownie, if you will. Really? So it's, uh, it's in essence, it's, when you put it in your body, it does the same thing. Um, you will get an effect from it. You'll also fail a drug test at work if, you're in, if, if oh, people shit. are doing that.
1: Okay. That's so, good to know. Yeah, that's dude, good to know. Don't think it's open. Oh, it is T- T- still, burn. yeah.
0: Right. But it is legal. Um, I think that it's a what I refer to as kind of like a loophole um, cannabinoid. And, you know, rules are meant to be broken, I guess. And a lot of people live that way and live by that lifestyle. And that's cool.
1: And of course, a lot of people are uh, politicians specifically in this state are like, hey, we got to get after this Delta A. We didn't realize there was a loophole for people to have fun and enjoy themselves. God damn it. This is not OK. Right.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. I, about- I don't really get that mentality too much. But yeah, they're uh, they there. They are out there trying to suppress it. And um, I think that they just. Um, decided at the Supreme Court level in Texas that they can't really do much about it
1: anymore. Oh, thank God. So what do you think? Th- somebody asked in the chat, I think Ortega, uh, uh, Orlando Ortega asked this question, but he said, what do you think will be legalized first? Gambling or, or weed? Even not, not even recreational, let's just go medicinal. <laughs> what do you think will happen first?
0: Yeah, I mean technically medical weed is already legal in texas we do have a very abysmal and sorry ass medical program so i guess really answer the question I guess weed won, But uh Well technically,
1: technically I can gamble on my phone as long as it's offshore right. and on the internet. So I'm saying exactly. you know what the hell I mean, Riley. I'm saying like right. real ass I can get my card and go down and be like, Look at my arthritis and I got these cataracts and then I go and get my weed and I ain't gotta worry about getting mm-hmm. busted driving home versus I can go down to the to the to, the, to the, the Gulf Greyhound Park and wager on the Rockets, not winning another game. Like shit like that. Like, you know.
0: What do you think happens? Yeah, I mean, sports betting is probably going to win that race, at least the way that I see it right now. But uh, you know, every two years, Texas opens up the legislation to uh, the legislative session to try to legalize it, and there's been bipartisan bills that have been introduced at committee almost every two years for the last six years, and they don't get past the lieutenant governor, and uh, that's really where our blockade is is in the Lieutenant governor signing off to get it past committee.
1: Dan Patrick doesn't want to see us happy. That's just the bottom line. I don't want to turn this yeah. into a political debate, but he's a fucking asshole.
0: Uh, yeah. You know, and it's, it's tough, man, because like I try not to get political, but I'm also extremely passionate about cannabis and those two worlds intersect nowadays, you know, yeah. and it's, it's really hard to avoid the topic, but you know, that's the, the sorry truth is, you know, And a state that touts freedom around every corner, you know, a plant that grows out of the ground is still criminalized. It's a joke.
1: You know, and a lot of it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of this goes back to the vilification of the drug in the just say no era of this country, right? Nancy Reagan and the drugs are bad. And yeah, we get that. I understand nobody wants to, you know, take off all their clothes and jump off the third story building on angel dust. But fuck smoking weed is not the same, but weed got lumped in with all of these awful drugs. And it's never been able to shake that. I'm going to tell you, as I slowly, I I was like a guy that never smoked weed. And then as I slowly tried to get comfortable with it, it felt weird because I was conditioned to think that this stuff is evil. It's going to take a long time for this country to get past that.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's, it's very odd, especially coming from, I mean, living in Colorado for three years, working in the industry, same thing in California, same thing in Oregon and coming back to a state where it's. You know, still criminalized to the level that it is, it really feels like you're going back in time. Like it really does. You know, after okay. living in those places for so long and and being involved in the industry, you know, it's it's so wild. And a lot of it comes from the reefer madness days, perpetuated by the "just say no" campaign days. And uh, you know, those people. I think as generations become older, and and the newer generations are coming up, there's way more acceptance for it, whether you're Oops. a consumer of it or not. Yeah, of and course. I think that as long as that continues to perpetuate, then we'll be in a good position. But it's just a matter of when, you know.
1: Right. We just got to get all these old folks to go away, and by that I mean they. Probably yeah, you,
0: you said it earlier. Off. Well, I, uh, you know, just the uh, um, older white generation—they have a tough time with it. Bro. They
1: just, uh, but they'll drink themselves to death, literally, which is amazing <laughs> to me. Well, goddamn, wheat is natural, okay, <laughs> but weeds not right. right. I, I just blows my mind it's um, it not
0: an argument i would love to i would love to talk to somebody who has a legitimate argument about why we put people in cages and criminalize this and arrest teenagers for having petty amounts of cannabis there's there's not a good argument for it and at the end of the day we're all paying a hundred bucks a day for every prisoner that's sitting in a state jail
1: for possessing weed
0: possessing a plant dude. it's just it's whack on all fronts um, really so
1: um, so I what some of the things I wrote down that I also sent you that we would discuss. Give me some common misconceptions about cannabis that maybe because this is all about education, right? Episode 420. I wanted to educate people. I wanted them to learn stuff. I don't know if you saw I had the top 10 things that maybe nobody knew that I got from I don't know what's the website name. I don't even know if you know what this is. Uh wayofleaf.com. I was like, okay, they had some a top 10 list, whatever. Uh, but give me some big misconceptions about cannabis that maybe this chat and myself and a lot of people watching this don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that the biggest misconception is that, you know, weed affects everybody the same way, or there's a standard feeling that people get from cannabis. And from an educational point, um we have we all are wired with an endocannabinoid system so it's very similar to our nervous system and it's attached to our nervous system and what that system does is it absorbs cannabinoids and it also creates our own natural cannabinoids so we create somewhere around 25 cannabinoids that uh, help with mood boosting help with our appetite help with our mental uh how we feel mentally our hormonal balances well, THC and CBD are cannabinoids. That's what they are. And our body is wired to receive those cannabinoids. And as we consume and absorb cannabinoids, that will affect how our body feels based off of that supplement of THC or CBD. So something that can make me feel you know, hungry or sleepy might make someone else not have an appetite or wake somebody up. And it could be the exact same strain. So there's a there's a lot of that misconception, which really requires a lot of self-experiment of like, how how will this make me feel? Start small, you know, and th- this goes for CBD. as you know, People take a small amount of CBD and their back pain will be alleviated or their inflammation will be alleviated. And then a guy like me needs 300 milligrams of CBD to feel the same relief as someone that needs 50 milligrams. So it's really... Your body is kind of this uh, interesting you know, chemical experiment, and uh, our body is naturally wired to absorb these cannabinoids. It's a very, very natural thing um, compared to other pharmaceutical drugs, uh, symptom-based pharmaceuticals that only suppress symptoms. You know, cannabinoids are interveners. They make our body operate better and, and often uh, cases help with uh, alleviating a lot of the issues that we have. But some people just like to smoke and get high and watch sports and fucking, you know, eat cereal eat or whatever. Yeah, also that. Yeah.
1: And you know, so that, that's the that's the part that's crazy to me is we have in a way in this country, we have found a way to vilify that. And I think there's the there's the tropes and the stereotypes of weed smokers are lazy and. My sister was an avid weed smoker from as long as I can remember. And she was championing this long before it was cool to. And she used to tell me, cause I was like, weed's bad. And she was like, I'm telling you, Barry, you have no, and I might've been 14, 15 years old. She was like, there are so many functioning adults in this country that get high, but because it's been vilified, they don't tell people you don't know it. But doctors, lawyers, judges, cops. I was like, no way. No. And now that I'm, you know, an adult, I'm like, holy shit. Like, so many people yeah. get high in function it's just what's wrong with feeling good and especially if you're not harming yourself now i will say the inhalation of smoke into your lungs is probably not the best way eat a fucking brownie and just get high right. as giraffe ass and enjoy yourself there's nothing wrong with that
0: totally totally and i, I think that i kind of had a different exposure too because the dispensary that i worked for and grew for was in a really nice neighborhood outside of denver if you're familiar with denver is in the washington park neighborhood there isn't a house there that's much less than a million bucks and we'd have doctors like you said attorneys um, people who were very successful that were rolling up to the dispensary to get their Rocky supplies nuggets, you know what please. i mean and exactly there's no there is a stereotype sure there's so many different people that live outside of those stereotypes that consume it and you know by and large most people have tried it at least once and we're all here to tell the story so
1: yeah it's crazy cece said my best friend would smoke weed and then run her whole pto meeting yeah i mean seriously i i am not a functioning weed smoker like i can't get i i'm one of those dudes i don't know if you heard me talking about i got to sit on the couch and just be high that's i can't do i can't function i don't want to be around people i just want to be high and giggle and then get paranoid and do weird <laughs> shit and then just go to bed yeah. and i get sleepy yeah. real fast but that's just me now when i was younger right. all i did was laugh that's all i did when i got high was laugh so does that chemical thing that you talked about the cannabinoids and all, all that does that change over time because i'm not the same weed smoker that i used to be
0: I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to talk outside of my area okay, of expertise. I'm sure, I'm sure as we age, just like any other system that our bodies have, you know, it changes over time to some degree. Um, well, you know, like they I say can't your, tell you your, for your sure. Your taste
1: buds change, right? Like every seven to 10 years, you might not. Like I hated Chinese food. Now I love Chinese food. Like those, those tastes change. So I don't know. Maybe I thought maybe that might be the case. All right.
0: I think that it, it, I would be surprised if they don't change.
1: Okay, so a couple more. Are you, are you, you know? good? I, I said ten to fifteen minutes. Do you need to go? Because I, it's.
0: Oh, I'm good, man. I love to. This is what I talk about all day and night, anyway. So.
1: All right. Well, I'm gonna. Do you mind? I'm gonna keep you five more minutes till three thirty. So. Okay. Let's go. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Dope. All right. So yeah. in chat, if you have questions, if I missed it, just put hashtag four twenty. Uh, reask your question because I might have missed it. Just put hashtag four twenty in the chat. And uh, and I will go back and we'll ask Riley your questions and get those answered. Oh, by the way, your website, y- YanasiFarms.com, correct?
0: Yeah, YanasiFarms.com. We're most active on IG at the, at the Yanasi Farms, um, yeah. just straight Yanasi.
1: And I think I have it right on the screen at Yanasi Farms. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think I see it. I'm on my phone now, so it's a little small, but okay. I see it down there. Yeah,
1: all good. All right, so. um, what are some of the dangers versus not date? Like the misconceptions, because we've, we've touted. Sorry, you're going
0: to ask yourself. They you broke up a little bit.
1: No worries. So we've, we've talked about all the good things about cannabis and THC and Delta eight and all these things. Are there any dangers? Are there any things that we have to be co- like alcohol consumption, right? There's nothing wrong with drinking alcohol, but you have to worry about addiction and it affects, are there, are there dangers of cannabis that we need to be concerned about?
0: I think that you know again I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist I don't know how it really deeply affects people I think that there are certain people that when given substances you know they, they it'll change them personally absolutely there's everybody has a different way of uh, accepting or, or rejecting a uh, substance and um, I think that that's something that you really do have to the weigh the pros and cons again and again as a you know pursuing it Um, there is, it's hard to compare it to like alcohol consumption because that goes through your digestive tract and it's through your liver. And then you can really ruin other organs based off of consuming. And then, uh, again with cannabis, it directly affects the, uh, the endocannabinoid system, which, you know, alcohol doesn't touch other drugs don't touch. So it's, it's a totally different, um, way that our bodies again, are naturally wired to accept these cannabinoids um that will affect anybody differently. Um I think that uh anything can be over consumed. Absolutely. Anything. That's ice whether cream. you're eating I
1: mean look look how fat those yeah, exactly. This is a lot of ice cream over consumption right here in this exactly
0: day. too much dessert will catch up to anybody. So you know you gotta be careful with your dessert the same way you gotta be careful with uh with cannabis, especially if you're someone who's susceptible for adverse effects. Um, but I me personally and what I've seen and the amount of time I've been in this industry, which is the entirety of my adulthood, um, there's not really any horror stories aside from people getting anxious Sometimes,
1: I, I uh, yeah, that was the thing in the chat. Some people were like, oh, I threw up, and I was like, really, you threw up on weed? Yeah, I don't do it anymore. One of the one of the facts that I gave from that way of leaf uh, top ten things was no one in the history of of cannabis has ever overdosed. I was like, is that true? Like literally, absolutely. I guess that would be like, oh, that's like overdosing on bread or wheat or some shit, right? Like, exactly, you know, it's, over- it's,
0: it's interesting. It's never happened. I mean, there are horror stories, obviously, of people sure. um, getting, you know, over consuming and then deciding to, to jump off a the balcony. These are very extreme cases. And I think if there's like two in the history of the whole entire situation, I think those people probably were already on that path of decision making. Um, I don't think that the, uh, intervention of cannabis, r- like made them do that. And obviously. who knows what but, was uh, the cannabis,
1: right? I mean, it could have had other things in it instead of pure cannabis. So
0: sure. You know, and that's definitely a concern when we lean on a, a black market, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's so hazy. And when you go into legitimate recreational markets, there's still sting. You got to test for, uh, all sorts of chemicals, pesticides, um, obviously you have to test for potency. Um, it really legitimizes what you're consuming and, uh, it's much safer that way. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, how many people die a day on, you know, alcohol poisoning, not to mention DUIs. Um, it's, it's not even in the same universe in comparison, not even close. I've
1: got four questions from, from the chat and then I'm going to let you go. So, uh, let's get, let's get to it. So question number one is from Valley grower. Uh who put hashtag 420. Do you grow from clone or seed?
0: So everything starts from seed, and then we decide which seedling we like the most. We refer to as those as phenotypes, and we keep that pheno alive and then grow from clone from that point. Everything starts from seed in my garden, um, and then we pick a seedling that is a, a real winner, just like um any selective breeding process. And uh, then we keep that stud around and keep producing her.
1: Okay, uh, Fidel asked this question, which we've already answered. But yes, Fidel said, hashtag four hundred and twenty is Delta eight legal in Texas?
0: Yes, yes. As far as I know, the Supreme Court even uh, up uh, you know upended that and confirmed that. Uh, I think it was in December of last year. Or so Delta eight is legal. Um, as far as the law says,
1: I swear, I'm going to go get me some Delta eight this weekend. Uh, okay. Uh, this is from flip hashtag four twenty. Why is hemp flower not promoted as much as other products?
0: Um, that's a, that's a a good question. I think that there's a massive lack of quality on the, on the hemp flower market specifically. There's tons of CBD tinctures and edibles out there, but the hemp flower market in particular is uh isn't as mainstream it's very niche um and the quality that most people started the hemp industry with was a lot of outdoor and just crappy product that it tainted kind of the scene of what the the product looked like on the shelf and uh we're one of the very very few producers across the country that's really focused on high quality stuff you look at our flower you're not going to be able to distinguish it from uh standard cannabis Um, That you would see at a dispensary
1: in Colorado. Uh, One more question, but I got to ask when you because I meant to ask this. Do you get do you get because you're in Texas and obviously Texas at at, politically at least is frowning upon your industry as a whole. They not much they can do about it, but I feel like if they had their way, the powers that be in this state wouldn't allow hemp or delta eight or CBD or any of those things. Right, you just get that feeling. Do you get harassed a lot? From different entities, or you know, and when I say harassed, I mean like just not that they're coming over and kicking over all your plants and shit, but just making it difficult or fucking with you a little bit. Is that a thing, or do they pretty much just leave you be and, and go through your normal checks and balances of legality?
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, they've been very, very easy to work with. We're licensed really? through the Texas Department of Agriculture. Oh, yeah, we're licensed through the Texas Department of Agriculture, who is. Um, Headed by the commissioner, ag commissioner Sid Miller, who is a very conservative, very right wing conservative politician, been for a long time. Um, very easy to get our our license. Obviously, there's compliance tests that we have to do for every harvest. I would say that there's some arbitrary rules as far as um, the fees they make us pay for every uh, cycle, every harvest cycle that we run a one around. We have to pull a hundred dollar permit and. Uh, we like to say they hundred dollar you to death, but, um, outside thing. of that, um, it's, they've been very easy to work with. You know, we, we stay on top of compliance. We're always getting our product tested, uh, within the compliant window and they've been really easy to work with. Um, tech or Sid Miller has his own hemp farm, I think somewhere in Stevenville. Um, so I think that there is a, uh, a, a small culture of acceptance and they see it as a crop. Um, but you know, it's really getting that, that cannabinoid discrimination is what we live in in Texas. So we have something CBD is great. Yeah, let's do that. But the same plant produces THC, but we're not going to allow that. It's like trying to tell me my jalapeno is too spicy. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. You
1: can eat the jalapeno, make- but you can't include the seeds. That is so stupid. Yeah. Uh, all right, last good. last one. This is from Virginia Buttonweed. Hashtag Oh, no question, but Riley, thanks for being here. Great interview. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you, Virginia Buttonweed. Uh Riley, dude, I this was so last minute. I am so glad we got to do this this was outstanding this was informative this was interesting man thank you so much for taking the time to join me uh, on short notice and do this this was great
0: absolutely man thanks for having us I'm always down to to chat it up and and talk this industry man I love it and I, i'm I'm really doing my best to destigmatize it across this state I know there's a massive amount of citizens that uh, support perpetuating cannabis legalization so if I can be a voice for that in any way, shape, or form, I'm all ears, always.
1: I appreciate it, you guys. That is Riley Shields. Go follow him at Yonassi Farms on IG. YunasiFarms.com is the website. Riley, man, thank you so much. Again, I appreciate it.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh right. See you, guys.
1: That was badass, man. I got to thank Dake for uh, hooking all that up. That was... Uh He's like yo call my cousin this dude knows his shit And boy was he right That was outstanding I could not be happier And so last minute I felt awful I was just like I should have planned this shit Sooner but I didn't so uh, But no thanks again to Riley man And guys go get, give him a follow on IG Go uh, go follow on IG uh, He obviously knows his shit So uh, yeah good stuff Christy what's up girl We just had a weed expert Yeah, Cherry said I might get some Delta 8 later today I might too Cherry I'm literally gonna have to go get me some delta eight. I've just I've been not doing it because, and I don't really know why, but yeah, Joe, thank you, buddy. Joel said good stuff. I enjoyed that interview. very interesting, very educational. I had my I had all my questions that I wanted to ask and uh, you guys got your questions in. so yeah, I was that was worth it. That's what we do on a four twenty. so now we gotta we gotta wait to fourteen twenty. Just do it again? That's not true. We'll do some more. We'll do we'll do it again for sure. Um Alex Villanueva said, I need I'm not a weed smoker, but I love learning. That was interesting. Oh, that was Uriel Villanueva. Thank you, buddy. Donna said, where do you find Delta 8? Most of Donna, if I'm not mistaken, most of the CBD places also sell Delta eight. You can probably get it at some of these smoke shops where they're like, we sell bongs to smoke your tobacco in. <laughs> they might have Delta eight as well. Uh, if you chat, if you have a spot where you get your Delta eight, share it. I'm not, I don't give a shit. I ain't I ain't being greedy. Help, uh, help a fellow deck head out, you know, throw it on the discord too, man. Um, By the way, shout out to everybody listening on Podbean. Sobin and Titan Hugo, Christopher Reyes and Eric Resendez, thank the four of you for being here and listening on the program. Uh, Sobin, that's a new uh, listener over there on Podbean. Sobin, we are a live two-hour sports and entertainment show that that broadcasts live on YouTube and Twitch, but we have an audio-only version, which is right there on Podbean. So thanks for joining us over there. And everybody on Twitch, if you haven't, Do like scrim sandwich and teddy boy USA and always one team, which is Ivan. I now know and uh, follow the program on Twitch. It's super easy, super free. And uh, yeah, it, uh, it helps me know that we're doing the right track here for this program. And if you're on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe, please. For the love of God, subscribe to the channel. Uh, CC said, real question. Do, tra- do jobs just not drug test anymore? Mine does. I'm too scared to risk it. Uh, yes, jobs do drug test. And no, according to what Riley just said during the interview, Delta 8 will make you fail a drug test. So um, like Nora, for example, was very hesitant uh, and, and just was like, no, I'm not doing CBD. I can't risk it. And you got to, you know, some of these folks that sell CBD will be like, hey, you won't fail your drug test. Well, got to be careful uh, because if they're putting Delta eight in there, it might. And if you read it, it might tell you, hey, this might you might fail a job uh, a drug test. So you got to be very careful for sure. You got to be very careful. But yeah, Delta eight, if you try to get Delta eight, you you for sure can fail a drug test. So. B Hannah said, "Ours does not test for marijuana." Yeah, um, I don't know if Jen's gonna drug test me or not for Barry on deck because she's HR and she's also management and corporate. So I don't know. I got Jen. I don't even know if Jen's here, but I don't know if Jen's gonna be testing for for drugs here on Barry on deck or not. I might get in trouble. Uh, Fidel said, "Delta eight will make you fail." Yeah, that's what he said. Uh, she said, nah, no, I like my money. Yeah. Flip said, I'm 1099, so no. So, well, I was 1099, and they still drug tested me back when I was working for Halliburton. Even though I was 1099, I was still, uh, could, I had to pass a drug test before I got the job. And then I was still susceptible to randos, uh, if that's what they wanted to do. All right. I got a sad story for you guys. I've got more sports. We can talk MLB lockout, we can talk NBA, uh, I have a pretty interesting story about the trade deadline and tampering in the NBA. But yes, Cherry said, "Benefits of being self-employed: no drug test. It is encouraged. In fact, yeah, I drink on the job. In fact, fuck it, let's do a shot right now. If I had a one day, one day, one day, I'm gonna eat a Delta Eight brownie and then try to do this show." And just see what happens. But until then, hey man, I appreciate you. I want to give this cheers, this this shot goes out to all of the new deckheads in the community. All of the new followers on Twitch that have joined the program in the last couple of days. Thank you for being a part of the community. I appreciate you being here. For those of you that are new on YouTube that have subscribed as well, thank you guys for being a part of the community. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. I love you to death. Cheers. Uh. Ah. Scrimp Sandwich wants to know what's in the bottle. My brother-in-law, Ray Lucio, who's also a deckhead, uh, got me some Walcott. He knows I'm a bourbon guy. So this is some uh, Walcott special release series 74, 90 proof. It's pretty good it's pretty good. I was, I was telling the guys last night on sports, right? This is a really good, um, multi-purpose. And I haven't done like many notes. Like I'm not doing any tasting notes on it, which Christopher Hart taught me how to do. But what I like about this Walcott is when I made Justin Swinford's maple, uh, old fashioned the other day, I used this bourbon. And when I want to shoot, I Jameson is, I love Jameson, but I'm out, but I've got this Walcott and it's a great shooting whiskey. But also, I have sat down and just poured a glass to sip on while I smoked a cigar. And it is a great sipping whiskey. So I've really enjoyed this a lot. It's a very good, it's a very good bourbon, just an everyday bourbon. You know, it's not, I mean, I've got some special bottles. I've got some, uh, I don't know, whatever Christopher Hart gave me. I got a bunch of shit up there that's super fancy that he gave me. But yeah, as an everyday drinker, it's, see, because I, I won't sit down and sip Jameson, I like to shoot it. Same Now, Crown, I won't shoot. I like to mix it with Diet Coke. That's my favorite. But this is very versatile. I, I haven't tried it with, I haven't done this like a bourbon and Coke with this yet, but just straight up sipping. Neat or with uh, a shot. It's good. It's good. It does its job. Scrim Sandwich said, Nice, I found a bottle of 1792 Sweet Wheat earlier today. Oh, okay, fam. Now you're just showing off. Now you're just showing off. What's up, Christy Sparks? How are you, sweetie? It's so good to have you here. <sighs> Justin Swinford said, You need Angel's Envy, the finished uh, in rum cast to smoke with your next cigar. Oh. Yeah. I would. I would like that. <laughs> Amos said, You're shooting 90 proof. Well, no wonder you're twisted after two shots. Yeah. I don't fuck around. How much is Jameson? What 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 is a a normal bottle of Jameson? Because I would notice that wouldn't really Jameson proof. Jameson is eighty proof. Okay, well that's not bad. But yeah, uh, this one is. I've noticed a slight difference, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it's not bad. Shelby's doing water shots, you guys. Oh, Shelbsters. Sorry. Uh, Alan took out the I said hello I, And I have you guys down I got to get you the Amazon gift card I don't know if I'm going to Mail it or if I'm going to Just do it digitally I got to figure that out I'll work with Jen on that she's obviously not Here but I'll get with Jen and we'll figure out how to get You that I still got to get everybody paid by The way for fantasy football I have not forgot All four of you still have a hundred Dollars coming and I'm going to pay you so uh, I promise that here's A sad story all right Do y'all see this good boy on your screen? It is Whisker Wednesday, by the way. I wore the best Cat Dad ever shirt that my wife got me. That's supposed to be Oliver on the front, uh, our cat. In fact, the shirt even says, just ask Oliver. Uh, This is such a sad story about this little pup. So basically, this good boy you see on your screen has been in a dog shelter over in England for over 200 days. They threw a Valentine's Day party for a family that was going to come and adopt him. Now, first of all, what a cutie, right? What a cutie. I know, Shelby, this is probably going to make you cry. I almost cried when I read it. But this is Luke. Luke, they threw a Valentine's Day party for Luke and his new owners. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And then the new guys didn't show up. (laughs) They stood Luke up. What? See, this is why you can't trust the British fucking assholes. God damn it. I mean, Luke was look at Luke had a he's got a free kisses bandana on. And they stood him up. They didn't go. He's been in this shelter for 200 days. And they stood his ass up. And the problem is, is that Luke is a super shy guy. Like he's not, he doesn't trust people. He's got trust issues like most dudes. But it says Valentine's Day is a time to show your appreciation for those you care about. So it's heartbreaking knowing that Luke will be spending the day without anybody to love after nobody came to meet him for a date. (sighs) So the staff threw a Valentine's Day party, but Nobody showed up and the one couple that scheduled they didn't go, but it says it's so cute because it's it's so sad and this is I mean, you know, we're joking and having a good time about it, but it says despite being a large dog, Luke is really just a big softy and enjoys nothing more than to cuddle up by a radiator with his favorite people and a cuddly toy. We're really hoping someone will love him for the big lap dog that he truly is and give him a chance to be loved. Like he deserves. It says that Luke is uh Luke has trouble connecting with potential pet parents because he can be scared and insecure when facing new things, especially when building relationships with other dogs, because of that Luke is looking for a good home where he can be the only dog with a family committed to helping him build up his confidence. Oh my God. If Luke was here in Houston, I would probably go adopt Luke. I'm not going to lie. I mean, God bless it. Look at that face, and he's just a big old softy and a scaredy, and that's okay, Luke. We still love you. I mean, what a sad story, right? I just I saw that on Yahoo, and I was like, okay, I got to share that with the deckheads, because that's just sad. People are just assholes. How the fuck you gonna schedule an appointment? Excuse me, I'm cursing. How you gonna schedule an appointment to go pick up this good boy, and then your ass don't show up? I wish they would have posted their name. I would shame the shit out of them on social media, assholes. I'm out of drink. I got my trusty man. I'm almost out. That's gonna be gone this week. I got that for Christmas. I didn't even get it on Christmas. I got, I got this in mid January. I think is when uh, Nora picked it up from Ray. About a month. I may have a problem, folks. Total assholes. Uh, and he is a handsome boy. I'm with you. It's just so sad, man. People are just awful to animals. All right. Uh, let's talk about this. Here's here's a subject I want to know. This is real simple. This is real simple. This is file this under. Would you? Would you? Would you would you stand between these two rocks on a mountain? Would you go up there and be like, "Look at me, I'm brave. Look at me, I'm a crazy person." Would you do this, chat? Does that? Then does? It. I mean, like, who gives a shit, right? Go down. You might need a little help getting back up. Big deal, right? Big deal. Big fuck. No, absolutely not. Who the fuck is that guy? I don't know. Hell no. Hell to the no to the now 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 Hail to the now now no 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 nope not in a million not in a hundred not for not for look i'm gonna be honest with you you could not and i'm dead ass serious you could not give me a million dollars to do that there's just no way no (laughs) he's like take that off the screen is that not anxiety inducing there's literally i mean for like a billion dollars i would do it a million though i don't know no there's no i think the threshold would probably be like 50 million would i do it for 50 million yeah would i probably poop my pants yeah Yeah, but fifty million will buy a lot of new underwear. So that, I think, that's my threshold. If you're like, okay, forty-eight, no, it's got to be fifty million. That's, oh my god! And how does that happen, by the way? I'd be curious to see. But man, when you look in the background, like the lake and how far that, you know how high this is? No thanks. Amos said first you got to get up that mountain So hell no I mean they could probably helicopter you up there Yeah Hartthrop said 50 million or bust See I'm not doing this for less than 50 million But that's my I would do it for 50 million But if you offered me 30 million I'm not doing it for 30 million I'm not doing it That's not enough That's not enough B. Hannon said some of them too heavy to be in that thing mm, Yeah mm, Yeah I feel like I don't weigh as much as that dude. I mean, this was the close up. I don't. I don't. I feel like I don't weigh as much as this guy, or maybe I. I don't know. Maybe a few. But what's a, what's thirty more pounds? But my God, that is that is just no thanks. Father Crow said, "I can get that high right here on the ground." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Tony said I would do it for a whole chicken. Well, you're handsome, but you're not smart. Okay, Tony? Rob from So Smoking Show said, do it for the gram. Uh, it would have to be 50 million grams of dollars. Why is there a fish? That's a good question, Scrimp Sandwich, and I'm not exactly sure, but this dude is like, hey, everybody, look, I got a fish and you're like yeah why do you have a fish on a boulder wedged between two cliffs Mm-mm. it doesn't it's very odd it has a very Monty python feel to it but yeah i'm not doing that i'm not i'm not doing that first of all i'm scared of heights second of all and and this is just between us gals so you know i mean don't judge me zoom out it didn't zoom raggedy bitch This is just between us gals, but I'm, I'm scared of heights, but I'm also scared of death and I like, I like living. I like living. I want to live. I think living is good. I think living is fun. I like it. I can't do that daredevil shit. If it involves heights, like speed, like if you wanted to put me in a NASCAR and drive in a circle, I'd be like, okay, I could do that. I might, I might pee a little. I'll do it. You want to put me on a boulder like that? Oh, hell no. No way. I'm too scared of heights, which is why, though, I made the, there was two things I wanted to do in my life before I died. One of them was run a marathon. Did that. Not the half marathon either. That's, okay. I respect you if you run a half marathon. That ain't a marathon. That's a half marathon. (laughs) But I ran a marathon. And the other thing I want to do And it's just to conquer a fear It's just to prove to myself That I'm a man That I could do it Skydive I want to go skydiving And I think one day I'm just going to be like You know what Fuck it I'm going sky If I can ride a camel At at the horse track I can skydive It's basically the same thing I mean the camel was very scary No, Cherry, I'm not scared of fish. Yeah, every time I walk down the frozen aisle and I see those goddamn fish sticks, I'm like, get away from me, Gordons, you're a monster. (laughs) I can't go by the deli or the the meat market. They got all those, those shrimp and those lobsters with the beady eyes and the wispy whiskers staring at me, it's like death. Shelby said, nah, I'm jumping out of a plane. Hell no. See, I just want to do it though, Shelby, because my fear of heights is real. Like the only thing I'm more scared of than heights is wasps. All right. I'm just being honest here. I'm just sharing. I'm scared of wasps and, and bees. Anything that flies and stings, I'm a bitch. I'm, I'm straight up. I'm a ho-ass bitch. But the only thing that scares me more than those is heights. Now, I like, I can get on my roof and clean out the gutters. I'm good. But, like, when I for the one year that I was a diver in junior high or high school, whatever the fuck it was, even getting on the three meter platform, oh my God. That's a, fuck, that's a long ways up there. What? But yeah, heights. Scared. I feel like I, di- I either died from uh, like wasp stings, like I was attacked by a swarm of wasps, as, as, as in my previous life, or I was pushed off of a cliff or some shit. Because those are the two things I'm scared of the most in this life. So, Hearthop said. F that, if I jump out of a moving plane mid-flight, rest assured there was a gun to my head and an air marshal are losing their shit. I mean, but but here's the thing. Like, I can't be like, all right, I'm going to put on a bee suit and conquer my fear of bees. And not that I think jumping out of a plane would help me conquer my fear of heights, but I think what it would allow me to do is to show myself that I can do things that I'm deathly afraid of. Everybody is afraid of something, whether you admit it or not, whatever. But everybody is afraid of something. Some of you are afraid of commitment. And if you got married, you would prove to yourself that, I mean, you might leave them in a week, but you're afraid of commitment. Some of you are afraid of Kikui. Some of you are afraid of, I don't know roaches some of you i mean i'm afraid of heights and wasps okay this is the this is what i have this is the challenge that i have to overcome in my life so one day you might see a video on my youtubes where i overcome my fear of heights by jumping out of an airplane i want to do it i really do i want to do it and you know what i should do i should just fucking do it i should stop talking about it i should stop saying i'm gonna do it i should just schedule it And do it. I don't know how much it costs. How much does it cost to fling your body to the earth from 10,000 feet in the air? Is it 10,000? How much does it cost to skydive? All right, chat, before we go, I'm afraid of onions. Okay, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? So Justin Swinford is afraid of heights. He said, heights, fuck me up. Total Dallas is afraid of onions. CC said, "I don't know, but I got five on it." Oh, Cece. No, CC. I'm not asking y'all to pay for it. I'm just curious what it costs. i pee <laughs> PP Dubs. Dave said, "Spiders can eat a dick." PP Dubs said, "Nope, spiders." And see, I'm not even that afraid of spiders. Like uh, especially like wolf spiders. Eh, it don't bother me. BB said it costs about three to four hundred dollars. Okay, I would do it. Um, John Doerr, you've done it. Jado said, it's truly a great experience. You've done it, man. Good for you, buddy. So what are you afraid of chat before we get out of here? I want to know. Tell me what you're afraid of. I want to see. We know Christie is afraid of heights and she's not afraid to touch a man's nipple. We know that because she's touched my nipple. She's got very soft, supple hands. Thank you, Flip. Flip said, good show B. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Thanks for being here every day and hanging out. When a lot of people have left me. I was thinking about that the other day. I remember all the names that used to show up in the chat. And now they don't fuck those people. All right. That was aggressive. Wow. How much is in this? All right. Um. Total Dallas is afraid of heights. And onions. Um. Justin's afraid of heights. Dub said spiders can eat a dick. Stephen, the weather guy are you really afraid of clowns I've never understood this not that I'm going to Tell you what you can and can't be afraid of Really though I always thought Clowns was one of those things where people just say <laughs> Okay I'm afraid of clowns That's weird okay I mean it's not weird it's not weird But you're afraid of clowns all right uh, The <laughs> Valley Grower Said I'm afraid of the police Fair enough listen It's not fair enough I get that. I totally get that. Uh, Who else? Let's see. I'm trying to get through here. Uh, Heights. CeCe said she's afraid of heights. Same. Same. Christy says it gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Uh, Shelby's afraid of tornadoes. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, Spiders don't bother me until I hit one with my shoe and it disappears. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Shelby said public speaking, which makes what she did at the Houston Improv getting married on stage, a, makes her a badass. Good job. I'm scared of getting my girlfriend pregnant, says B. Hannon. Well, don't worry. You both have vaginas. So, Oh, that was not appropriate, Barry. It's not okay to, to demasculate men in the chat. You have to go tandem your first time so you're strapped onto another person. Can it be a chick?